0425 here on Big Life Conversation. Jacinta and Nicole with you uh, right through till 6 o'clock tonight. And in just a moment, we are going to have our very first guest for today join us, the lovely Rayanne Vincent, talking about her book, My Wellhalla. Do not miss it. It is coming right up. Big Life Conversation, three minutes past five. Nicole and Jacinta with you, and uh, we're going to have a little talk about ginger. We are indeed. A few little uh, technical glitches in the studios at the moment. Yeah, we've got the little gremlins in the phones. Uh, So we'll see what we can do about our interviews for another time. But we have lots of information for you at this stage. And um, I'm going to revert over into some of my nutrition science news that I came across this is an article from the wonderful Science Daily, which has lots and lots of great information, a source of the latest research. And uh, this was about the new research and evidence that the benefits of ginger, and this is ginger supplements in this case, but ginger for treating autoimmune diseases. So this was a um, source from the Colorado um medical campus um, on the 22nd of September of this year. Um, And this research has revealed an important role ginger supplements can play in controlling inflammation for people living with autoimmune conditions. So the the research showed that um, ginger had an impact on a type of white blood cell called a neutrophil. Um, And the study was especially interested in what's called neutrophil extracellular trap. Now, you don't have to remember that. They call it NET for short. Um, And the formation of that... um, and what it means for controlling inflammation. The study found that ginger consumption by healthy individuals makes their neutrophils more resistant to this um, net, which can cause inflammation. Um, This net is sort of microscopic spider-like web structures that that can propel inflammation and clotting, um, which can contribute to a lot of the autoimmune diseases, including lupus, um, rheumatoid arthritis, for example. So there are a lot of diseases where neutrophils are abnormally overactive. So this is the the problem with autoimmune diseases. And they've found that ginger can help restrain um, this net. And this is important because they've found um, this natural supplement can treat some of these symptoms that people have and several of these autoimmune conditions. This particular clinical trial, researchers found that a daily intake of a ginger supplement for seven days, this was 20 milligrams of what's called gingerols, which is the um, active ingredient in ginger, by healthy volunteers boosted a chemical inside the neutrophil and And these then inhibited this net. Um, And for the first time, it's um, provided some amazing uh, evidence of the biological mechanism that underlies ginger's apparent anti-inflammatory properties. So most of you might know out there that ginger has lots of wonderful properties, but we haven't been able to really target what specifically it has um, and what those specific mechanisms um, of its action are. So now we know that there are, you know, we do know that there are many people with inflammatory conditions and um, often people want to know what some of those healthier alternatives are and um, taking supplements like ginger to help some of these symptoms can be 
um, a much nicer, much easier and perhaps better handled um, ingredient than some others. This is only early stages with this particular study um, and we're encouraging healthcare providers and, and patients to discuss this, whether ginger might be a good plan for their treatment because um, not a lot there's not a lot of natural supplements out there and um, or you know prescriptions that are known for fighting overactive neutrophils therefore ginger may have that real ability to complement some of our current treatment programs for these debilitating conditions so um, next step researchers hope to provide um, to use this study to unlock some funding for some further clinical trials in patients with autoimmune and inflammatory diseases to see where you know the neutrophils are overactive and um, perhaps look at some of those particular conditions like lupus rheumatoid arthritis antiphospholipid syndrome and even COVID-19. So watch this space. We know that the good old ginger rolls, um, we've known that they've had such an amazing impact for so long, but now we're starting to work out what is that particular mechanism in the body at a cellular level that's doing that. So nice. Very interesting. Information that we've probably known inherently, but not known really at that um, very micro level, which is giving a lot of good science backing to what we might have known just historically Mm. about ginger as well. Hey, that is great information. And it's always good to get uh, some research around some of the things that we might think are good, but to have that backing of research. When we come back, Nicole, though, I want to talk to you about cheese oh yeah we're gonna do it and uh, we can have a debate about how good it is or not (laughs) but uh let's come back and do that in just a moment you're on 3wbc this is big love conversation And back with you, Big Life Conversation. Nicole's got some more information on a ginger for us before we talk about cheese. Yes, I just wanted to give everybody, because ginger is so fantastic as an anti-inflammatory, and it is that season where people have more allergies, and I know we've done a little show around allergies and some of the things that can spark allergies, but ginger is an amazing... um, amazing substance it's it's in the same family as turmeric and and cardamom and native to asia india and china and um, it's very important in their culinary uh, recipes there as well Um, but it has many 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 benefits ginger and it's quite easy to grow i think it's called a rhizome is the technical term for the the ginger root that grows underground um so it's used to treat fever or colds most people know it for nausea um and for morning sickness it can be really helpful there um it can be topically applied to relieve pain so it has properties there as well Um, It's been known to calm the digestive system where you might have traveled sickness, for example, and as I mentioned, nausea as well. Um, It can also support heart health, lower blood pressure, blood sugar, and can also support the liver and its detoxification. So generally during, during allergy season, we want to lower inflammation. We want to keep the liver working really well to detoxify any excess immune response that we have to any um, airborne allergies and um, it's a really great one, great one for that. It's been shown to aid with weight management and can also reduce menstrual pain. So um, 
quite a wide range of profile there. Um, 10 grams of ginger, very low in kilojoules, has a tiny bit of protein, fat, um, carbohydrate, fiber, and about 42 milligrams of potassium. And therefore, it's important for heart health from that perspective. So, yeah, wonderful, wonderful substance. And, you know, just drinking a slice in a cup of tea or even water is um, a really easy way to get some into your diet or a smoothie that I'll talk about at the end of the program. Oh, okay. Mm. A ginger smoothie. Yes. Okay, sounds good. Um, While we're on the topic of nutrition, I want to refer to an article that I have been reading Mm. and I wanted to share with you in particular, Nicole, to get your views. Mm. Um, The article said, can cheese actually be good for your health? You better believe it. (laughs) That's what it says. You better believe it. That's not my joke of the week, but I'll take it. I'll say yes. Um, So the article goes on to talk about lining up a list of unhealthy, so-called unhealthy foods. Yes. Uh, Cheese would probably feature near the top. For many. Right. Mm. Um, so I'll tell you what they're saying about this. It is a dairy favourite, obviously, but it's been demonised for its high saturated fat content and linked to raised cholesterol. It has got saturated fat, as does all animal products. Mm. That is also a natural part of our diet and should be part of our diet. Excess, however, is the issue. And it's I'm not sure that thing. cheese is the cause of the excess saturated fats in our Western diet. Ah. So I think there's cheese and cheese as well, so different forms and types. Yes. And I think some are a lot better than others. Okay. So, yeah. Interesting. Well, this there was this is referring to a study, uh, some new research from the National Centre of Geriatrics and Gerontology in mm-hmm. Obu, Japan. Mm-hmm. So what it found, it looked at the dietary habits of more than 1,500 people over the age of 65 mm-hmm. in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. This was done. Uh, the study found that in cognitive tests, the average score of those who ate cheese was slightly higher than those who didn't. Mm. Cheese consumption was also linked to lower body mass index and blood pressure, faster walking speed and a more varied diet overall. So researchers were unable to identify precisely why cheese was linked uh, to the health benefits. One theory is that people who ate cheese simply ate better overall. However, the researchers did note that it was possible cheese may contain nutrients which support cognitive function. Mm. Or could be that there are more health benefits in eating cheese than traditionally thought. So um, it goes on to talk about the negatives, high saturated fats, etc., etc. But it's also a very good source of protein, can be rich in micronutrients, so can be good for you as part of a balanced diet, which is essentially what you were saying. Absolutely. Yeah. If you look up the Mediterranean diet, the oh. most well-studied diet, yes. um, there's a, a feta in yeah. there. Oh, and feta cheese it ha- tends to have a little bit less of some of those um, sticky, saturated fats in it and um, less sort of um, kilojoules. So it's it's harder and more crumbly because of that. And I would agree with you that, you know, dairy um, in the right dose and, you know, the um, if you look up the nutrient reference values, there's a certain number of servings that are required for good health. Um, not the plastic version that's, you know, you take the plastic uh, sleeve off it and it's highly processed, but the good quality hard cheeses um, have a number of different uh, substances, in particular those micronutrients, all our fat-soluble vitamins A, D, K and Zinc. And guess what? 
zinc, A, D and K are all good for energy, cognition, immunity. So, you know, you're definitely getting a good um, content there as well. Uh, And some of those other dairies, the softer cheeses have good microbes in it, which can be good for the gut microbiome to create greater diversity in the gut to support immunity as well. And there's a particular nutrient called tryptophan, which is also high in cheese, which boosts our mood. So tryptophan is one of those feel-good neurotransmitters that we have in the body. And if we can feed that, um, we feel good when we eat cheese. And for that reason, um, turkey's a little bit the same, dark chocolate's a little bit the same. Um, and it's one of those foods that, ooh, it makes us feel good. So why wouldn't we want a little bit more? The issue is when we overconsume. Right. And uh, and I, yeah. would, I would agree with that, um, definitely. And I think the overconsumption can lead to so certain cheeses can bind without fibre added to the diet. Um, we don't – it can bind uh, our food in our gut and cause constipation if we overdo, say, the hard cheeses. Um, can mm. lead to hardness elsewhere. elsewhere yeah. <laughs> stool, for example. Interested in that. Um, no, we're not interested no. in that. And excess where we were just having cheese and nothing else, of course. Um, yes, then there's uh, it, it is energy dense. So we do know that as well. Um, but it's full of good fats as well as those fat soluble vitamins. So I think if you're getting some good quality, um, the nutrient reference value I think says. I think it's two servings, depending on your age and stage, is around two servings per day. So. so maybe a cheese and fruit platter's on the menu for tonight. Cheese and fruit. Do you like but that? How good is that? Yeah. I said fruit. Yes, uh-huh. absolutely. All over it. <laughs> 16 minutes past five. This is Big Life Conversation. And we're back with you uh, 15 minutes past five. Speaking of the time... All the time, Nicole. Guess yeah. what? We did have a bit of a time change over the weekend. We did. We've lost an hour. And We've I'm lost an certainly hour. Certainly feeling it a little bit. Yeah, me too. A little <laughs> bit uh, scratchy today. But in our family, we always have the same conversation on the Saturday. Do we turn the clocks back or do we turn the clocks forward? I mean, it's, seriously, we've had this all. We have this all the time. And someone was saying, "Oh, it's not." Saturday night we do it. No, 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 it's Sunday. I'm like, no, no, it's Saturday. It's, it's, it's definitely – and we have to get those yeah. right when you're on the radio. You do. And when you uh, have to get up it, for anything. Absolutely. Work. You don't want to uh, miss your show. But, you yes, we did wind our clocks forward, forward. so we missed an hour, which we, we gain later on. Yeah, but a few I, months I, down the track. I, I don't like losing the hour, but what I do love is that little indicator, that little window that says summer's coming. And when we leave our show, it's daylight still. I love and it that. It feels warm. It does. Um, and it just brings a little bit of a smile to the face. So I, I definitely like the good old daylight savings. Um, and before you know it, I don't know how many sleeps it is, and I'm not going to entertain that conversation just yet because I'm, <laughs> I'm not ready. But uh, that end of year kind of oh, celebratory thing that wow. happens at what? the end, yes. you know, mm, starting with sure. C, don't. Know no. much about that at this stage, but that is looming, it um, is looming and it sort large. of feels like it looms ever, ever so closely. Look, we've we've um, it, prepping for summer in that we're trying to keep the the water up on the garden. We've yeah. cleaned the little swimming pool. We've yeah. <laughs> we're doing all of getting those it things all because, um, summer ready. It feels like it's on the way. Yes, it is indeed. Just a little tip back on the um, Eat for Health guidelines. Yeah. Um, 
Dairy uh, recommended two and a half serves for women, 19 to 50, goes up to four serves a day for 51 to 70. Um, if people are pregnant, it's still around two and a half serves, lactating two and a half serves. Yep. Um, but about four serves to get your adequate uh, dairy and, of course, calcium and those fat-soluble uh, vitamins and minerals um, from the 51 to 70 plus group. So they are really good to think about there. Not something nice and cheesy to think about. Nothing too cheesy. Yeah. So moving from cheesy to politics. Oh, um, yes, as we do. You know, as we do. Lovely segue. Uh, thank you. I thought that was smooth. things are a bit cheesy in politics. <laughs> they are a bit cheesy. Mm. That's right. They certainly are. So uh, if you missed it, we had a change of premier. We did. Uh, quite a, a swift move, quite a surprise for many people. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, our previous premier, Daniel Andrews, um, were d- divided opinion quite mm. starkly, didn't he, really? Mm-hmm. And, and the things I've been reading, wow, some people have not held back with no. the, their dislike no. of the person. And, and letting it go. Very, 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 very harsh. Some of them want a little bit of closure, I'm gathering. Yeah, some of them may feel, it sounds like they need a bit of therapy over the whole <laughs> thing, to be honest. But Perhaps. it's interesting. It, it doesn't matter who it is. What I'm finding a little bit, I guess it's one of the things that get up my nose, actually. Oh, there you go, another segue. We could do that because I was just thinking of, I had something else forgets up my nose, but yes, this one I does have too. Got one. Yeah. And it's it's playing. What do they call it? Playing the man, not the the situation. Like it's yes. getting personal. Yes. And I don't. It it doesn't matter what side of politics or where wherever it's on. I just think it's absolutely make your critique and your assessment of performance. But when people get personal and wish horrible things on people and call them vile and evil and all these sorts of things, I'm just like, seriously, do we really have to do that? Or can we be a bit grown up and a bit sensible and go, in terms of performance, I didn't like it because of this, this and this. Mm -hmm. These things didn't work for me. But Wishing I someone just, harm is not. I think it's what really awful. For anything. I, I find that really hard. You don't even to wish do. harm for Collingwood supporters. No, you don't. <laughs> see, you're a good human. Um, you you wish them well. You said it was a good contest and all those lovely things. But anyway, yes. um, speaking of that, what I was going to say is uh, the shovel. I was going to talk about the shovel in yes. relation to the news that was going on with. Uh, Victorian politics last week. So our favourite satirical website uh, came across this article from The Shovel, Mass Layoffs as Herald Sun disbands its Dan Andrews department. <laughs> Up to 40,000 journalists are without work after newspaper. The Herald Sun announced it will be closing its Dan Andrews division. Ah. Due to changing market conditions, the division produced up to 11,000 stories a day about the Victorian Premier. Herald Sun staff held out hopes that the sub-departments, the Dan Andrews Mornington Peninsula Staircase Investigative Division oh, wow. and Dan's car crash from 2013 could Conspiracy unit, which together employs 18,000 journalists, would avoid the cuts. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought that was a funny little one from the That's shovel nice because um, they, they, they definitely did uh, go with go at uh, the Premier with great gusto 
on many fronts. Indeed. Yep. I have got one to add to that, if I may. Yeah. Uh, if you don't have a follow-up no. on there. Um, this one was uh, published around the same topic. On the 27th of September, Victorians endure final day living in brutal dictatorship. Um, people in Melbourne have gathered in bars, cafe and restaurants across the city to be oppressed for one final time before they are freed from a ruthless regime that has ruled over for almost a decade. Walking through city while being forced to enjoy a range of shopping and eating options, Melbourneian Tim Sampson said he was looking forward to finally having his freedom back. I might go to the football or an art gallery or a musical this weekend, but then I did that last weekend, so I'm not really sure how to celebrate, he said. Um, Tourists visiting the city from Iran said that they had travelled to Melbourne uh, to experience what a real dictatorship was like. It's fascinating. There's this real overbearing sense of being, uh, being able to do what you want, which is quite stifling, one said. It's certainly different from back home. Brave Freedom protesters said that they would spend a final day at Parliament House calling for the end of the regime before doing it all again tomorrow anyway. Uh, The dictator will voluntarily step aside at the end of the day in what has been described as a classic dictator move. Oh, classic. (laughs) I love it. There you go, people. A little bit of satire. A little bit of satire, um, which is always good. So let's see what the next regime brings. Yes, and (laughs) uh, great name, by the way. I I think her name's lovely. I think uh, (laughs) it's a great name. It's a really good start. So let's see how we go. 25 minutes past five. This is Big Life Conversation, 94.1 FM, 3WBC. Twenty-five minutes past five, Big Life Conversation with you till six o'clock, Nicole and Jacinta. We thought we might have a little bit of what gets up your nose. Yeah, what gets up my Mm. nose, W-G-U-M-N. That is the one, exactly. (laughs) Trying to be nifty, but it's a bit of a mouthful even that way. Um, Yes, what gets up my nose? Well, I alluded to that earlier that um, I had sent said four-legged friend off to um, Doggy Hotel, which tended to come out being a bit of doggy Auschwitz, which we sometimes say, um, meaning that uh, he comes back very thin and um, Mm. looking a little bit tired and weird and weary. And it doesn't matter where he goes. Um, Normally he looks a little bit the same when he comes back. But this time he's come back with a a rather nasty cough and uh, and he's being diagnosed with what has been called kennel cough. Um, So... It happens when pets all are, you know, put together and um, bugs can, you know, like like colds for, for humans. When we get together in public places, that can happen. Having said that, I've never heard my dog um, have a croup-like cough before and it was quite uh, disarming because they, they cough and they don't tend to cough too much during the day but they cough at night every time they move or you touch their neck and, mm. um, and then they... Um, bring up this white um, foam out mm. of their mouth. And that happened most of last night. So what gets up my nose is my dog being unwell. But more to the point was what gets up my nose is vet bills. Um, so I thought, you know, better check it out. Maybe he swallowed something. Maybe something else is going on. Uh, and there's when you think about 
coughs and colds for humans, generally rest is on order. And only if it's um, going to progress to something worse might you uh, go the cough syrup and then go and perhaps have some antibiotics if it's a bacterial infection. Um, so anyway, the dog was checked out and, yes, confirmed my suspicion of, of this kennel, also known as uh canine cough and um, the uh, dog was prescribed some doggy cough medicine and some antibiotics Um, so how much would you pay for a very small vial say 25 mils of cough medicine for your pet 25 mils? Mm. I don't know. Five bucks? Would, would $85 what? be reasonable to you? Oh, my God. And, and perhaps no. $60 for your antibiotics. Does that sound reasonable to you? Plus the visit cost, which was over $100. So put really? that together, you're a bit short of $200 for a very short visit to confirm what you thought um, and to go away with things that are not necessarily going to fix it but could help just in case to keep the dog comfortable. Now, I am glad that I've gone and I'm glad that I have those items there. Um, you know, pets are not covered by Medicare, so I do understand that. But... Um, yeah, what gets up my nose is that little unexpected little bite in the um, uh, the pocket, especially during a cost of living crisis when yeah. your pet's unwell. That, and, and it's not because we love our pets. You're not going to you do, do it anyway. It's aren't the you? same sort of thing. You if sort you've got kids, you're like you feel you, you have. They've got a captive audience, <laughs> and what do you do? But that I, I don't. I guess the thing for me about that too is I don't understand those prices. Is that is, is that. I don't know. What are those costs? Ingredients, they looked very similar to adult ingredients. However, having had the conversation as I do with the vet about, you know, what constitutes, yes, we have to give them a different type uh, to humans, but you can still do the um, honey and you can still do the uh, coconut oil and all the things that I mentioned before, which are possibly already doing the job. Plus, I already had some antibiotics from a previous vet visit slightly different type so i bought the new ones um just means that i'm well stocked (laughs) should something happen again but i'm also a little bit poorer for it so um yes that gets up my nose what makes my day is that you know i'm um i'm confident and comfortable now having had the visit that he's okay and he's going to be okay yes however uh, yeah, a little yeah. bit expensive little visit. Yes, uh, to to actually get that level mm. of comfort. <laughs> mm. Oh wow! Okay, so what gets up my nose is oh, this really annoys me. It's it's with any service that we've got, whether it's the telecommunication services, your internet, oh. whatever it is. You cannot uh-huh. speak to anyone. Cannot speak to anyone. Querying a bill. Which I was doing electricity exorbitant electricity bill. Yeah, uh, no, no number there's anywhere. no one to speak. No, then the, the, every the, you really get hard the, to find the phone numbers, isn't it? Yeah, you, you get the message on the phone that we're we're experiencing uh, lengthy delays. And but guess what? If you go to our app, you'll get we'll call you back really quickly. Mm. Like and so that never happens either. Mm. <laughs> and you go through all the robots and all the stuff. So so we've got a, an issue with our internet at the moment and. Um, telecommunications uh, provider that we are with same thing we have to I have to send these long text messages you have to confirm with your pin number they have to confirm you just what's the problem all these and it goes on and on and on and then I lost the message the message just disappeared 
And so then you start again. Never, you cannot speak to someone and you have to write these lengthy texts about what's wrong. And I am over it. Yeah. And then they booked me in. This is this just happened Saturday night. And I, uh, I, I got booked in for an appointment for today between 1 and 5. I'm like, mm, okay. Then I get another text today going, we're confirming your booking for Wednesday. Someone will be there. Make sure someone's there over the age of 18 so they can open the door. And I'm like, what? And I just wanted to talk to someone and say, it's wrong. So, again, whole heap of lengthy text messages. They don't get it. They're like, oh, don't worry. We can change it if you like. I'm like, no. It's just. So I don't even know where I am at the moment. Uh, well, I won't be there Wednesday, so yeah. it was Monday. And it's a long time to wait around. It's a long time. If you're not working from home. Yes. If you've set aside that day. Yeah, exactly. And then you've it maybe even had a day of annual leave that you've given up uh, to then have it, you know, misread, misorganised, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's well. right. That exactly. would get up my nose. What makes your oh, day? So what makes my day, When something, particularly when something like that happens that uh, increases my stress levels, mm-hmm. uh, I lo- I'm loving this weather mm. because I get out and go for a big walk mm. and I'll put on a, a really good... Um, uh, something and uh, yeah, some some good music or a po- good podcast and go out for a walk and then I feel better. So that makes me walking is good. Isn't walking it? is beautiful. I'm starting to do more and more and yeah, finding the benefits. Me too. So significant. So um, definitely uh, doing that. And I would agree with you. That kind of can make my day, especially in this warm weather. Yes. Um, and I, yeah. And, and the other thing is when you. you Come across some really friendly faces in your neighbourhood. Have a chat to people. You know, in the spring weather, it's it's all very, very beautiful. Um, but as we talk about the weather and how good it is, I wanted to also just mention that we have just recorded our driest month ever in Australia. Wow. Yeah, this year's weather patterns, they've obviously sent the records tumbling and September was no different. Australia received the least amount of rain ever last month, while New South Wales and Victoria recorded their second warmest September on a record. Mm-hmm. So mm, we love in the good weather, but yeah, wow. We have been told to prep for it, but I think we're getting some glimpses now, isn't it? Yeah. Some significant glimpses um, about our weather. So, you know, to do our best to look after our environment at the moment. Otherwise, we won't have one. No. It's very, very it's alarming. It is, yeah. it is tricky. So do your bit to – all of those little things are very, very important that we can do. I Save your water, do your recycling, look after our oceans – um, don't overfish, you know, yeah. there's just to just to name a few um, little things that we can do. Yeah, absolutely. They're all very important. Now, Jacinta, you went to the Royal Melbourne show. I did. I didn't get to go this didn't time. Get to go. We, we had planned to go, but there was a few little disputes in our house and uh, one had to put their foot down and reprimand, much to our own ah. disappointment. But um, we didn't get there this year. What, what, what was your review? Well, my review is that it was – we went last Thursday. It was a lovely warm day. Um, we, we had – because of uh, taking with us a little bub, mm. we had to drive. And so I would normally catch the train. Yes. I would advocate – to catch the train, <laughs> yes. um, 
It, is, oh, it was a nightmare, yeah, car parking. parking. And I was actually quite surprised at the number of cars in the car park. It was huge. It was just, you know, because it's right it's next to Flemington. Flemington. Yeah, right. The whole and it was, course. That's right. So it was, it was just a huge walk from mm. the car park right up into the showgrounds and really sort of dense hills to climb up. So um, there are a few people struggling getting up those hills. And it was pretty warm. There. And it was warm. So the entrance that we, we actually went through, was um, just where all the little rides were for younger kids and some food trucks and things like that. What I couldn't believe, oh, my gosh, I didn't – I wasn't prepared enough to take some food with me because I was working and I was just, like, too busy, right? So – Hello. Yes, hello. And and I thought, I'll go and get one of those beautiful Turkish goslemi, you know, yes. they're, they're beautiful. Yes. They're about $10, $12 at the market when oh. I get them. And, and this, they're a decent size. So off I trot to the food truck, uh, only 20 bucks. Wow. $20 and then $5 for water. And I felt really ridiculous and stupid because I'm always prepared. I always take my own stuff. On this occasion, I didn't. So I was thinking for families with a few young kids. I did see people sitting on the lawns with their children with lovely snacks that they bought from home and, you know, really quite well prepared. Uh, and you would need to be because that it is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, that's all. Goslimmy's only around five, six dollars, yeah. I think. I mean, that feeds four people. There you go. It's, it's, it's just, Ouch. it was way too much. So that was, that was interesting. And then we went into the show bag area. Uh, and I didn't buy a show bag, but they were hugely expensive as well. Yes. And there's not a lot in them. Anyway. Not for the grown ups, perhaps. For, yeah. I don't mind the food stall holder section where you can get samples of oh, things. Oh, I didn't even see that. Um, but but they, uh, they tend to be larger amounts cost wise. Yeah. Which you might get a. Hessian bag and some some goodies. Yeah, that's right. Food wise. Yeah, exactly. Which is which is lovely. But the the two areas we went that I really enjoyed was the agricultural side, where there were all the we saw some all the animals, all the animals and the llamas and the horses and the ponies and the. Uh, what else? Chooks? The chooks? Chookies are Chookies. That was really good. So we saw all of, the, all of that. And the other thing I absolutely loved was the um, the competition side of the food, the food did you, area. Oh, did it, you go into the bakery and the we, – Well, the baked goods. The baked goods, yes. yes the baked, the baked goods. goods. And it was amazing. And I could not believe the amazing cakes that were, you know – like sculptures and yes. these beautiful things. Yes. So it's just incredible. So I like that area I too. love that. You can have a piece it's of, so good. Normally you can have a piece of fruit cake and a cup of tea there. Yes. Um, I think it might be the CWA. That the CWA, yeah. And uh, there's Oriscon, I think you can have, and a cup of tea as well. Yes. And there's usually an art show connected somewhere or art and craft attached with that as well. Yeah, that's right. And we did see some of that too. So those areas I really loved. It felt... It felt smaller to me, the show, than previous years, but we didn't go right through it. And because we entered from a different angle completely from previous walk. years, I wasn't quite sort of getting my bearings. I wasn't quite sure. But um, it it was, yeah, it, it was okay. But they were my favourite things. And uh, there were, you know, a lot of people around and it was a nice day out. So, yeah. but, but the cost, I just... I'm still reeling from the cost of things. It's just absolutely well, hard to believe. If you have two teens that want to go on rides, oh, the cheapest yeah. ride package is $50, which I normally buy and then say, 
whatever you can squeeze out of that, boys, that might get them two rides yep. each. Might get yes. them two rides each. Some, wow. t- some of the rides are around $12. Yeah. Uh, so that's apparently a discount. Um, and then you've got your entry fee. But, yes, we do like it. It is a big um, expense, so it's worth saving up for. We didn't even do our choice of show bags, but normally we would choose ahead of time, as we mentioned last Which time. Which is a great idea, yeah. I think. And we can yeah. still do our show bags. We can still, you can still order them online yeah. and have them delivered without Absolutely. having to wait in queues and yeah. heat and all of that sort yeah. of thing to make up for the... Perhaps a lack of going. Yeah, maybe yeah. next year. Maybe <laughs> next right. year. But it that's always right. is. Lo- it's a it's a really nice tradition, I guess, for a lot of families to look forward to and take their kids to. I so, think so. Um, yeah, all very lovely. But um, it's it finished. When it finished yesterday. On Sunday. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Another yesterday. one gone. Yeah. Uh, Twenty minutes past six on Big Life Conversation. We're right with you right through till six o'clock tonight. Back with you on Big Life Conversation, Neil Horan there with the show. We, it is almost uh, 15 minutes to six, Nicole. Yes. And uh, we've got Primary Perspectives coming up after our show at six o'clock, yes. just after the six o'clock news, in fact. We do. Mm. Um, I have a little joke for you. Good um, on you, because I haven't got one today. I'm not sure how this one's going to fly. <laughs> so it's just a little short one. And uh, I've also got my ginger smoothie with spinach coming up as well. And you can read along with me uh, on our Facebook page, Big Life Conversation. Oh, nice. Um, a really good one for any allergy sufferers and really refreshing, full of lovely nutrients and a little bit of ginger if you're a ginger lover. Ooh. You like that. If not, leave the ginger out, but we know that it has some wonderful properties. Um, anyway, this joke was told to me by my husband. It is a visual joke, so I will explain <laughs> afterwards. But good luck with that. Have a look at me. Um <laughs> And so this was a um, a Roman walked into a bar, into a pub, and he said to the bartender, I'll have uh, five beers, thanks. And he p- puts up his two fingers. Two fingers, yep. So think Roman numerals. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh. Uh, of course. Yes, so V. V. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, uh, visual gag. Sorry, everyone at home. um, Yes, uh, boom, boom. All right, boom, boom. Love it, love it. Let's (laughs) let's keep going with those sort of jokes because I've just found some. Oh, good. Uh, Had a quick little Google now. Uh, Okay. Oh, all right. (laughs) All right. When is a bear not a bear? Mm, When he's sleeping. When he doesn't have the right. Koalifications. Oh, dear. <laughs> what do you call a kangaroo that is a dead set genius? Um, skip, no. I don't a know. quantum leap. A quantum leap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, uh, hang on a minute. Uh, now I'm on a, on a roll with this. Um, <laughs> what about this one? I told my girlfriend she drew her eyebrows too high. She seems surprised. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love it! Send in your jokes to us if you've got a good joke. Yes, I think like that, that is one. a really good idea. Oh, there's something here I cannot read. No, um. <laughs> my grandfather has the heart of a lion and a and a lifetime ban at the zoo. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it! How do you make a tissue dance? Don't know. 
put a little boogie in it. <laughs> <laughs> How about this one? What do you call an Aussie that scores well on an IQ test? Mm. A cheat. <laughs> That's not very That's not nice. very nice, no. We're, we're smart, aren't we? Oh, uh, yeah. Have you heard <laughs> that joke about yoga? No. Never mind. It's a bit of a stretch. Oh, yes. And that ends yeah. our joke segment for today. <laughs> sorry, everyone. Oh, yeah, sorry about home. that. Sorry, yeah, sorry I had to listen that. to that. But, you know, look, it amused boom, us boom. for five minutes. It's so. done. <laughs> Until next week. The Band-Aid has been ripped uh, off. The Band-Aid's been ripped off. Mm-hmm. And that is where we are. So, mm-hmm. you know, we were talking about uh, daylight saving mm-hmm. and how it can wreak a little bit of havoc with all sorts of things, including our sleep. Yes. I was reading some and information sleep about sleep. Well. And pet sleep and Waking babies. Up too early or too late. Yeah, it's all happening. Mm. Well, and look, a lot of us do know this, but it's just a little bit of a reminder. This, there was a sleep fact that I read from a study, and it said that people with irregular sleep patterns have twi- twice the risk of mortality as those who don't get enough sleep. Mm. Irregular sleep patterns. Mm. So that's a new study. So a couple of tips here. We should try to keep our sleep and wake times, obviously, within the same one-hour windows each day. And that is consistent advice. I hear that all the time. And sometimes that can be very difficult. If you say, Say you get into the swing of really good sleeping habits for work and you've got a consistent routine, but then you go on holidays Mm. and you might want to stay up and watch TV for a bit longer or stay out late. It's not recommended. I mean, but that's oh, it's so hard to do. But anyway, the other thing is um, researchers say being consistent with when we go to bed and wake up can improve our health and extend our life and it's make us feel better too. So it's, it's good and there's all other things like good sleep hygiene and what are some lovely things you can do to help make the you feel relaxed the t- given the temperature, the bed, the bedding, everything and really no TV in your room, which... Absolutely. I've always had TV I'm, in. Room. I don't. I don't have a TV in our room. But recently, we we purchased a new TV, so everything sort of got rotated. Like that one leaves. <laughs> that one goes That's to that right. room. And then, they what do we moved. do with this small screen? And <laughs> yeah. Daniel and I are looking at each other, and we're like, "What will we do with this small screen?" And I said, "Well, we could put a little bracket up there, and we could have that in the bedroom." We looked at each other and went. No, but the, then the kids are like, oh, I'll have the bracket. You know? I'll take that off your hands. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that off your hands. <laughs> and we're like, no. So there's, there's this screen just sort of hanging around now um, with, well, with no you. purpose. But, stay uh, strong. But I think I'm going to stay strong on that one. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of studies um, in the nutrition space around circadian rhythms and people who work shift work and how, you know, it impacts then our choices of food. Yes. Um, and therefore True. it's not good for the waistline, which yep. therefore doesn't add to the longevity picture mm. either. So I do see that that being a significant part to um, health and well-being as well. It's it's um, really tricky f- because we need our shift workers, and they tend to work in all of those wonderful helping professions: nurses, yeah. doctors, fireys, emergency, all the emergency, all the emergency services. services as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. I do too. I really feel for people who work shift work, and um, it must wreak havoc with you, your body. It's it just, can definitely do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and a hard lifestyle to to maintain, I would imagine. It is very tricky. Mm. It is tricky indeed. Very, very tricky. Now, it, coming up, mm. you, you've got our little recipe before mm-hmm. we head off too. So um, stay with us for that. We're, that's coming right up.
10 minutes to 6, Big Life Conversation, Nicole and Jacinta wrapping up for our show today. But we do have some lovely recipes to share. Go to our Facebook page if you would like to get the full thing, the full rundown. The full and the full range because oh, over range. the Oh, weeks, there's a great range. There's a whole set of uh, recipes that would be relevant to the content or the topic of the week. Don't forget that you can also listen to our podcast of this show live um, when I press record that is so sometimes you might get the full show other times you might get, get bits and pieces show. other times there are technical glitches where oh. we don't have our wonderful uh people that um we wanted to interview today that's right anyway we'll keep you posted on that but mm. today i have posted a ginger smoothie with spinach Ooh, um loaded with lots of feel-good nutrients this ginger green smoothie makes a delicious start to a day so more of a brekkie option plus it's plant-based dairy-free and naturally sweetened what's not to love about that um it's very very yummy and um as i said it has a bit of ginger in it because we love ginger so much and it has so many great properties that i mentioned earlier today so um simply um, put all of these ingredients together in a blender jug blend and pour into a glass So for most smoothies, you need to have a bit of a liquid base, some sort of milk or add in something like that. This time we do not have to do that, but you could um, add in a milk if you wish to. Um, This particular green smoothie, you could use almond milk or an oat milk uh, to keep it plant based. Um, even a soy milk if you wished as well Um, but let's stick with the almond milk here and one banana if you want it particularly thick you can freeze your banana ahead of time Um, so when bananas are a little bit overripe to eat pop them in the freezer because they're great for a smoothie Mm. so almond milk a banana some freshly grated ginger so if you've got a thermomix or a blender um, a knob of ginger, if the blender will do the rest. Uh, freshly grated turmeric, similar thing. You could just oh. really slice that. You don't have to have it grated um, if you've got a blender that will do that. So a little knob of ginger, a little knob of turmeric, um, some lemon juice. So the juice of a lemon, squeeze in there. Um, a little handful of baby spinach and some pineapple. So pineapple's got uh, papain in it, which is anti-mucolytic and good for allergies. Mucolytic. Uh, and it's also good for <laughs> intolerances um, as well. So pineapple has this nice enzyme in it that breaks things yeah. down. Um, so pineapple and something green is really nice together at, at its simplest form. You could go something like kale and pineapple together or spinach and pineapple together. Um, but this really yummy one has the banana, the ginger, the turmeric, the lemon juice, as mm. well as the pineapple and the spinach, or you could use kale there as well um, and a little bit of almond milk if you wish um, blend together I think you know it's got wonderful properties that you can enjoy um, if you want to make it um, even creamy as I said use the um, uh, smoothie and you can put in more of the pineapple chunks and a frozen banana um, but fresh is always best using fresh ginger and turmeric you could use powdered if you wished um, not quite the same though so that is up on our facebook page um, so enjoy there let me know what you think i think it's a really nice um brekkie drink and all those wonderful nutrients with nutrients that yes. and you know just to think that in one smoothie you get all of that you get 
all of the goodies. Yeah, in there. you get so, all of the goodies. Um, we'd love to hear reply back on our Facebook yes. page. Let us know. What Let you us think. know. Let us know any jokes that you might have as well. If they're better than those, ours, which wouldn't be which hard. Wouldn't <laughs> be hard. No, no, we, we're doing our best, but we would love some input on that. Yeah, we really, really would. And um, we will be back next week. Now, I just had a little message on mm. WhatsApp from our lovely co-host Barbara, who's oh, still. Wonderful. Or stomping her way around, looking at all the amazing things in Europe. Um, I can't remember where she said she was just then, but it sounds lovely. And she was listening in. So, hi, 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 we miss you, but I'm sure you're having a wonderful, wonderful. Sure, you're not missing us at the moment. (laughs) No, 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 it'd be great if um, you can bring some, uh, perhaps some. Jokes, yes, yeah, good be able jokes. To share from, yeah, so ask, exactly. ask any of the Europeans or English over there for a good joke. We'd love that. Yes. Um, so uh, and she'll have yeah, lots of stories. To, yes, to share. We're looking us. forward to it. Bit yeah. of a, a travel segment. We're looking forward to. Oh yeah, but well, I've actually wrote that back to <laughs> oh, her. Right, looking forward to your travel segment. <laughs> now, there uh, we were thinking also of what might be on. We know the school holidays are over, mm. but there are some fun things still on, and some exhibitions and lots of things. In fact, right now at the the Box Hill um, Town Hall, there's. Uh, well, the Whitehall Spring Festival is coming up. It That's is. Sunday, the 15th of October. It is. Um, and there's an art show on at the moment here. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, this year's Spring Festival theme of Let's Party celebrates <gasps> our community coming together and having fun through play. Come along to this free event and explore over 80 stalls, showcasing what our wonderful community has to offer, enjoying a mix of live music and dancing with over 30 local artists and community groups, performing across multiple stages. Don't miss out on the exciting rides, face painting activities and a selection of delicious foods and treats. And that is the Spring Festival on the 15th of October 2023 at the Whitehorse Civic Centre Precinct and the Round. Oh, oh yeah. Excellent. So that lots of things, really art and craft, junkyard beats, musical garden, the curious game, reptile encounters, there's a youth area, Whitehorse News photo booth. Yeah to name just a few things so yeah. get on down get on down and you may also be thinking about this we did mention it we didn't mention the actual word but it's getting to that time of the year which i still cannot believe that mm. it's winding down mm. it's october you know the last quarter to be honest uh and it it's it just amazing to me so you might have some some well, we will also have some tips and tips and tricks around, you know, how we move through that last part of the year, mm. what we might need to prepare for as the festivities sort of roll on, and how we keep sane in that time. Um, I think that's a nice theme for us coming up. It, it is. There's lots of different ways to tackle it as well. And we do know that we've just come back from school holidays. So it's that's wonderful. And we know that's a really lovely break for everyone. But this, the Christmas holidays are a little bit longer. It might yeah, be a indeed. little bit harder to find some things to do unless you jet off to Europe every time that you wouldn't have a holiday. That, that would be lovely. Um, a white Christmas would be nice at some point. It would, wouldn't it? It's such I know. a contrast, but I do like my summer here. Yeah. So it's an easy time to stay put as well. It because, is. And do all those little perhaps odd jobs around the house because um, mm. it's going to be hot here, I think. Oh, it's going to be so hot. 
I'm installing new air conditioners because they've all broken down Ooh, in our house. Good time to do that. So, yeah, good time to do that. Great time to fork out a lot of money for it as well. <laughs> and check anyway. your fire safety plans as well, ah, everyone. There you go, fire safety plans. That's a really good point. And if you're living in an area where it's it's more um, fire prone, we've just seen the events of this weekend, which were not good in Gippsland and still happening. So um, that's it from us it for is. today. Thanks for next week next week we'll be back next week four to six and uh, have a wonderful wonderful week and we'll put you in the good hands of the wonderful people at uh, primary perspectives just straight after the news goodbye from us adios adios in just a moment just wait (laughs) oh dear we're having a fun time the news is coming up right now bye for now